And here we go. I know you guys can't see us because it's nighttime and there's no moon out. And we're going to say good morning to you anyways. Good morning, guys. It's actually 11.53 p.m., seven minutes to midnight. Yeah. We're leaving the church. You guys know, Wednesday night, Bible study night. Hello there. What? I said hello there. So, um... Hola. We're heading home. Probably get home at about 12.20. And, um, let's see. We gotta be up early tomorrow, sort of, huh? Well, I gotta do a bike ride. Gotta get up at 6 in the morning. So that's what I did today. And, uh, it's been so hot. A weird hot. A weird, weird hot. I don't even know how to describe it. You know what's weird is a lot of people have been having some really bad migraines, a lot of headaches with this heat. Yeah. Yeah. Put the mic high enough. I have it up Okay. And notice that it sounded really, really distorted the other day. So I put it up high. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because we're in the car. Yeah. So anyways, guys, uh, I had to go... I had to get up at 6 in the morning in order to do a ride before the heat. Like, seriously, like, it, it gets hot early. And uh, I think I was done. I left the house at 6.30. That's at sunrise. I was back, I think, by 8. Maybe a little bit before 8. So I'm going to do the same thing in the morning. It's midnight now, and it's almost 80 degrees still. Yeah, which I know people in Phoenix, that's nothing to you. But for us... That's warm. Yeah. So uh, we had a great Bible study, guys. Sharon was with the youth, so she didn't really get to... Well, not really. She didn't sit in in, uh, the Bible study because she was with uh, the young people. But, um, man, we studied the book of... Not the book. The King Josiah, which made us dive deep, deep into a lot of the kings and the things that they were doing when they turned away from God. You know, and it was rich, you know. Um, Josiah is not, there's not chapters and chapters on him, but we took a whole hour and barely touched his childhood. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was really, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, I could tell the people that were there really liked it. It's good. It's just interesting stuff, you know. I always tell people, well, I don't know. I didn't make this up. I've heard it before for many times that if you don't know your history, you're bound to repeat it. Yeah. You know. And you know what was interesting that, you know how I always set the stage? Yeah. And, oh, there's the future building. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know. Um, How Israel split into two. Yeah. The southern kingdom and the northern kingdom. Mm-hmm. And when once they separated, it was easier for the enemies to conquer them. You know, so 
the only one that benefited from Israel splitting in two were the enemies. And I said, you know, what's interesting is that sometimes it feels like our nation is split in two. Yeah. Who does that benefit? Our enemies. Yeah. People that hate America. People that hate the freedoms we have and what we stand for. And it's just a trip, you know? It, it's... How can a divided nation protect itself? And kind of this what was happening back then, you know? They, they kept getting... The Assyrians would come. The Babylonians would come. Just... It was a... It was a bad situation. But... What was cool... Is that... Did you know that Josiah was prophesied 300 years before he was born? Yeah, it was it was interesting, and that's where we started off because I totally forgot about that until a little bit before we left to do the study. No, remember when I opened the Bibles? Yeah. That 300 years prior, one of the kings of Israel was giving an offering at an altar, and the Lord sent a prophet to tell him something. It never mentions the prophet's name. But the prophet goes over there and um, basically prophesies against the king and says that the Lord is going to send somebody named Josiah who will destroy these temples. And, and he will burn the bones of those that worship this idol on that altar. Mm. 300 years pass. And Josiah's born, and he does that. Wow. So that's kind of like, people are like, what? A lot of people didn't know that, and it was just interesting, you know? How'd it go with the youth? Went good. Um, you know, one of our, one of the young ladies, um, a friend of hers, you know, this is, she's only 15, but um, they found one of one of her friends uh, actually passed away in a vehicle. Oh, really? Yeah, and these are young people, you know, and um, it's really heartbreaking when you hear teenagers that pass away. Yeah. You know, and um, and she was just, you know, um, she was a little heartbroken about that, you know, and. And it's it's really hard when you when you hear that. But um, today we worked on um, signs, you know, because you know these kids, a lot of these youth that are there now, are fruit from our Monday from our Monday night evangelize uh, evangelizing, yeah. And a lot of them that are coming, they're maybe on their third month of being there, and they're the they're the fruit from Monday nights. And they love coming, and they've been coming. And um, so um, today was pretty much talking about how they're the fruit from that, and because of them being the fruit from that, um, they want to they wanted to make signs. So we were making signs, you know, um, for Monday nights and for the um, for Saturday for the food giveaway. And it was it was it was fun. Are it they going to help? Yeah. The, yeah, they're going to come and help. It's Saturday. Um, it was awesome because one of the young men, 
you know, he doesn't even know English very well at all. He doesn't speak it. And, um, but he loves coming regardless. He understands a little bit of English, but he doesn't speak it. And he loves being there. So he's like, can I do my, can I do my sign in um, Spanish? So his, uh, his sign says, Pita por Jesus. <laughs> and I love it because it's honk for Jesus in Spanish, you know? Honk, yeah. Yeah, honk for Jesus in Spanish. And I, I just love his... Pita, beep, beep. Yeah, like, pita por Jesus, you know? And, and I, I just love his sense of humor because regardless of the fact that he, he, he doesn't understand English or, you know, he doesn't speak it, but he... He, he can understand a little bit, you know? And the Bible that I gave him um, is a Spanish one, and he he brings it. They bring their Bibles, and they just they just love coming. Um, and I got to meet with one of the young lady's moms today, which was really, really nice. And um, she wore her little house arrest T-shirt, and, you know, she just loved... They love coming, and... I'm just starting to see growth in them, you know, and, and just being able to talk to them and just minister to them is really, really nice. And being able to really just, I don't know, just being, I just feel like there there's a lot of growth in them, period. So they're excited about um, us being able to reach the kids across the street, the, you know, the, the youth from the boxing gym. from the boxing gym. And they're excited about that event that we're going to be having which is coming up in September. So they're excited that they're part of the little committee about putting it all together. So, yeah, it's it's nice working. They love Laura a lot. Which oh, is, yeah? Yeah, they love Laura. Um, so she's been helping a lot with the youth. And, you know, I think that they've gravitated a lot towards her. But, yeah, we're, it's just been, uh, it's been really nice. I miss I miss um, Bible study, but um, but it's it's definitely a, a blessing being in there with the with the youth. Well, you were Bible study last week. The, yeah. the, the ending of Esther. Yeah, I got to sit in at the ending for a little bit. I'm kind of really enjoying because you know for the last few years I've been doing whole books of the Bible. Yeah. But like the Esther, even though that's a book of the Bible, it was a short story. And then now Josiah, and I'm just like, is there other people that don't have a book, but they have an interesting story, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just kind of like having fun with that. Yeah, I think it's good, though, because um, when you're able to talk about certain people and it doesn't have a book, I think it's important because there's a lot of people that are very relevant to, you know, to the Bible that the, they don't have a book. You know, like Samson. Yeah, exactly. Or like the story of Tamar. You know. Yeah. You know because she was very, very relevant to the the lineage of Jesus. You know, and people just don't really truly know like the certain people that were part of the lineage of Jesus, and it's like, well, what do they have to do? with you know but they're in the bible and they're huge to the certain lineage of jesus there's a certain women you know there there's actually literally there's five key women that are part of the lineage of jesus and and it's like 
but there's not very many books on, on, on the women of G. There's not very many books on women, but there's five women to look to the lineage. And I think that's important that people need to know certain things, you know? The five important ones, because there's women throughout, because... Yeah, but there's the the. Five, they wouldn't have had Jesus without well, women. Well, I'm saying there's five key yeah, women. Stand though. Out. Yeah, there's five key women. Yeah. Um, that are that are very very important. So, it, it's there's just so much richness, you know. And there's a lot of key key people in the Bible that that are not, you know. I'm not going that way again. Oh yeah, we'll get stuck. But yeah, I, I totally agree with you, and I think that that is important. What Josiah is um, relative to David? Yeah. So Josiah is in the line of Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, it's just interesting, and I'm just like, I'm like, okay, let's really dive into this. Really feel like I want to. I want people to feel like they know this person. You know, and it just makes it so rich, you know. And I mean, that's what the whole reason to study the Bible is. Yeah. You know, there's a few new people. <laughs> there was a brother on there. Um, you know how, um, you know, some people have issues with um, women pastors. Yeah. Because um, people were being very interactive in the study. So Johnny was passing the mic around so people can hear them too, you know. Yeah. And um, Al asked the question, he had the mic, and then um, Sister Lydia, you know. But I said, oh, yeah, you know, Pastor Lydia. Mm -hmm. And then somebody on there was like, Pastor Lydia, how is she a pastor? Mm -hmm. And I already knew where that was coming from, you know, because, you know, like a lot of people are. Yeah. It it can be kind of controversial. But I said, yeah, I said, Pastor Al... And Pastor Lydia, her husband and wife, and their elders here in this church. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. You know? And it's like, <clears throat> she has her coverings, her husband. Yeah. And they're covering, I'm the pastor of the church, you know? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, he's, I thought it was going to be an issue. And he's like, oh, I, I didn't know, you know? And he just dropped it. You know, I mean, hopefully it's somebody that subscribed to our channel and, and enjoys the videos that we do, you know. Yeah. Uh, but there was a few people on there that I noticed um, were new. But they were there. I think they Oh, sorry, guys. I'm, I'm hoping they enjoyed it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then, guys, on Friday, you know, as you know, we're part of a Grace International Church. And they have a quarterly meeting. And there's only eight churches in the Northern California district that are Grace International. You know, and um, they choose a different one of our churches every time. Remember they did ours? Yeah. It's been a while, though. Huh? We're, we're, we're due. <laughs> we're due for one. Mm-hmm. They've never been in this building. Yeah, it's been about four years. Yeah. You know, and... Um, but this... This one is in our furthest church, which is in Reading. I've never been in Reading. So we have that meeting Friday morning. It's going to be... It's, it's always good to see the pastors. Um, 
I'm looking forward to seeing Rick. It's been a while since we've seen Rick. He's the one that pastors Reno, uh, Reno and Yarrington. He mm-hmm. pastors the two churches, uh, one in Nevada and one in Re- well, Reno's Nevada also. But yeah, man, um, good things, you know. And 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 then we're looking forward to the regional conference in Oceanside in October, and that's always good too. The songs you guys are doing, is it for that, or it's going to be later? Because um, the time's coming quick. Yeah, I know. I don't I don't quite know. Oh, okay. If, I know it's for one of the conferences, but I don't know which one it's for. Um, See, it's closed, too. Remember I told you? Oh, yeah. So I'm going to take this road. Yeah, it's really cool, guys. Um, I've been kind of working with... Um, it's been such an honor and a privilege to be able to work with our Grace International um, worship pastors and leaders and, you know, a lot of the people that are involved in the music ministry. And um, it's been just pretty awesome to do some of the, um, it's called uh, the worship camps. Um where we all just come together um, and uh, we do it over Zooms and and what we do is we break out into uh, groups and we've been doing songwriting camps um, and um, you know they've decided that they want to write their own music and um, we've been working on that together and it's been it was really, really awesome because we did our first one while I was in Southern California um, taking care of my daughter and I was able to work with a group and um, we kind of started writing our first song together. Um, it, it was really, really awesome. Um, I have never done that or never been able to do that and uh, just to be with, you know, a few random people that I've never met, um, but that are, you know, amazingly skilled in their, you know, in their gift and everything and just come together and just pray together and just be like, you know what, um, this is, these are the gifts that we have and we come together and say like, listen, this is what I can do. This is what I can do. And this is what I can do and just allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and just start writing and just start playing music and just start singing and boom, um, a song is formed and it's beautiful because God just brings it all together and within a few hours we have a song and, um, and that's what, that's just something that I've never been able to do before and I was able to participate in that and it's something that we're going to continue to do so I'm really really excited about it Um, and um, that's something that we're going to continue to to do together as a Grace International um, ministry so just keep us in prayer guys I got my two cents about it yes go right ahead you know, this has always been in my heart because, as you know, I came out of the music industry. I was an engin- I was the music engineer for Darkroom Studios. I was a producer, one of a handful, one of like maybe a couple of us that were producing all the music. And I've always wondered, like, okay, 
the sermons are original, you know. Uh, uh, every pastor is only worth his sermons are original. I ain't talking about the pastors that go on- online and buy sermons. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking about like everybody expects a pastor to preach his own sermons that the Lord gives him. And I've often wondered, then why do we sing worship that other people wrote? You know, and I've that's always been in my head. But guys, I'm you know, there's no way I could. I'm not a musician. I'm not, you know what I mean? So I just kind of kept it to myself. You know, I mean, Sharon sings, but we don't know how to play instruments, you know? Um, I'm very limited in pr- producing. I can't play melodies like that and and, the, I can, and stack instruments like the way musicians do, you know? And But that has always been in my head. Like, why is it that we preach original sermons, but we sing other people's songs? So when you when Sharon approached me with this idea that the leaders, uh, the worship leaders from Grace International, were trying to get other worship leaders like yourself and say, you know what, why are we singing other people's songs? Why don't does not the Lord speak to us too? Yeah. You know, and my heart leapt for joy because that was confirmation of what I've I've always felt for years. You know, and. When I got excited, when you I didn't understand how you guys were gonna do it, mm-hmm. I, I I don't I still don't understand because you were in L.A. when it happened. When yeah. you guys, but I think that's amazing. I think it's long overdue. You know, yeah, we it's beautiful to sing worship songs that we know that are popular or whatever. But does not God give a word here? Yeah. Does not God give a song here? You know, the Bible says that. When Moses and them crossed over to the Red Sea, and the Red Sea drowned the, the Egyptians, yeah. the Bible says that Miriam and the women sang a new song. Mm-hmm. That's what it says, you know? And um, I don't know. I just think that's awesome what you guys are doing. I, I like the song you guys, the little bit you showed me. I'm excited to hear it fully, you know, with full instrumentation. You know, it it was beautiful, you know, when I say this to encourage many of you that are out there, because if there's something in your heart, um, you just got to you just got to put it out there, you know, guys, because, you know, I had I had written just a few lyrics and I had written, you know, something that I felt in my heart. And, um, you know, it was something very, very specific, you know, and um I remember just sharing that that day with with my group, and um, I spoke my heart and I said, "Listen, this is this is what the Lord gave me, and this is what I feel." And um, as I began to share those lyrics and began to share my heart, um, I, I I I got a little emotional because I was just like, you know what, um, you know. This is this these are the words that I feel that the Lord is speaking and this is what I'm feeling in my heart and as I began to share my you know share my heart and everything immediately we started to write everything down and as we began to write everything down it seemed like the song just started to come together and we started to put those lyrics down and we began to sing them and that's where the song just started to form and guys you know and sometimes that's exactly what the lord wants the lord wants to hear our hearts you know he mm-hmm. just wants to hear our hearts and sometimes 
that is a new song. What's in our heart is a new song, you know, and that's what he's, that's what he's speaking to us. What's in our heart is a new song because it's a new day. It's a new song, you know? I mean, is it not, is God limited to giving new sermons only? Can, you know, of course, yeah. of course, if, if God is the author of every sermon, yeah. is he not the author of every song? That's right. You know, so it's up to us to say, Lord, use me. Yeah. Use me. Yeah. Give me your words that I may sing on the rooftops. That's right. You know, and most, most stories, most good worship songs have powerful stories. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, so many that I, you know, just thought, remember a lot of them, like the singer lost his child or almost did. And then the, yeah. a, a song of worship came out of it. And, um, yeah, you know, I'm just really excited about that, you know. And that that's so true, you know. I I realized like when Matthew, my son, every time he he would sit in front of a piano and when I would hear him compose the most beautiful music and everything, it would always be right after he would lose a friend or whenever he would be going through something really heavy. I would always see him sitting in front of a piano and I would hear the most beautiful music come forth and it would be because of something he would be going through. And sometimes I would be like, man, you know, it, it's his heart, his emotion, everything coming out when he'd play, you know? And and sometimes, you know, it's it's, a person's heart comes forth in music, you know? Yeah. They put it all, all their emotion, everything comes out whenever they're singing, whenever they're playing music, whenever they're doing, because it's, that's what music does to you. It really does. No, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, you know, lyrics, music, paintings, art. Yeah. Um, Stories. It's all a form of expression. Books. Yeah. All of it can be used to worship God. Movies, film, production, plays, uh, dance. Yeah. All of it. You know, how, how dare we give any of that to Satan? Yeah. We need to take that back and bring it into the kingdom and use it for what it was purposed for. Because God's the one that gives talents. That's right. All talent be, is God-given. You know, and so all of that, everything, all these different ways of art um, is is a way that we can worship God. You know, like the youth that they did their little posters. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> you know, they did their little posters. One put a chicken on it, one put... <laughs> but they had a reason for it, yeah. you know? And, and that yeah. was a form... That's a form of worship. Yeah. It is. They they What they didn't realize, what these young people realized, and as they were doing these Christian poster boards... Is they, they were worshiping. Yeah, that is a form of expression. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and um, all art in every aspect of art um, is meant to worship God. Even the woodcarver, yes. the carpenter, did did not Tomas worship God when when he built the stage? Yeah. Was that was not was that not a man saying, I don't know how to preach. I don't know how to evangelize, but I know how to do things with wood. Yeah, Lord, Abraham burning the wood. Yeah, I'm going to do this unto you, Lord. Mm -hmm. 
man. It's a form of worship, guys. Whatever you do at your job, that's why. Why do you think the Bible says that everything you do, do it unto the Lord? Yeah. You know, yeah, okay. Do you, do you want to go to work for a paycheck? Or do you want to go to work because you love the Lord? Say, Lord, I'm going to give it to you. And the paycheck is a blessing from you. But what I do, I'm going to do it as a form of worship to you. You know, that is so true. You know, um, you know, guys, I, I got Cooking. off. Yes, I got off. I was just oh, okay. about to mention that. You know, guys, I got offered a, a position um, cooking, you know, um, as, as a chef, you know, for, for, for two days. You know, they they wanted to offer me full time, but you guys know that I cannot take a full time with full time ministry. It is it would be impossible for me to do it. But I was just so 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 excited about this position, guys, because I am going to be um, a chef for a, a center and. I got excited about this, guys, because I told the lady this. I'm excited, excited, excited because if it would have been for a restaurant, I probably would have not definitely taken it. Um, I told her I, I gladly accept because it is for a center. Because number one, my passion is cooking. I love to cook. And my second passion is serving people, um, is being a service unto others. And the fact that this is an organization that is for a rehab and that you're going, I'm going, I'm going to be um, assisting others and it's for a program, I'm excited. Um, but if it would have been just a regular job, you know, working, you know, a regular for a regular restaurant and being a chef for that, I probably would have not enjoyed it, guys, you know, because I don't want to just do it for, you know, as a job, you know, an obligation. I have to, there has to be a purpose as to why I'm cooking. It has to serve a purpose when you get to a point in my life if I'm going to do something, I have to serve a purpose. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to no longer cook for just no reason. I want to cook to, to, to have a reason, a purpose as to why I'm doing it. And, you know, today, you know, when I went over there to pick up my paperwork, you know, the lady was telling me, you know, um, I, I can't wait for you to be here, you know, and, um, the gentleman that that uh, that is going to be here, you know, we're really really excited for him to 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 meet you as well. You know, he probably you know doesn't do as much as like what you do, you know. And I said, you know what? Well, then I'll teach him. I'll show him. And she's all, oh, you wouldn't mind doing that? Absolutely not. I would love to, to. You know, I have the patience to do that. I would love to teach him the things that that I that I know how to do you know because this is what it's about you know it's not about competition or anything I would love to teach him you know because man I want to be a blessing guys I want to be a blessing you know and and man if I can teach somebody to do the things that I do I would love to 
you know i i i love ministry guys and and we're there to minister and we're there to be a, a blessing and we're there to be a ser a servant unto the lord and i just got excited you know but I'm going to be able to to do that and then I'm going to be able to not just feed people food but you're going to I'm going to be able to feed them spiritually too, you know? Yeah. So guys, you know, keep me in prayer. <laughs> Because I've never done that before, but I've always been a chef for my own family and everything and for our church, but I'm excited. All right, guys, I know you can't see us at all. I apologize for that, but we are here. I'm and, right uh, here. And we're going to end this. David's right there. We are going to end this. Um, right it is 12.25. I need to get to bed. I need to wake up at 6 in the morning and do this ride. And uh, all right, guys. So God bless you. Hopefully you enjoyed something. You got something out of this. Hopefully, love you guys. Hopefully you had a chance to watch the Bible study. And um, see you tomorrow. God bless. Bye, guys.